you see, because here's the thing. You came in this curious. You're like, all right, can you explain this to me? And I said, sure, let me explain it. And I do what I always do is I explain it poorly. And then you double down and say, no, I think you're wrong. <laughs> and I'm usually right. Backyard Bonfire. I'm Frank. I'm Andrew. How's it going, Andrew? It's going all right, Frank. You know, we're reaching that point in the fantasy football season where people are beginning to not care about their losing teams. I'm one of those people right now. And it's kind of frustrating because, like, yeah. I, to be fair, I was a beneficiary of this because I, in my league right now, we got, like, two people tied for first, like, eight people tied for second, mm-hmm. and then, like, the bottom of the barrel. Right. And so as the person who's in last place among the people tied for second, because I have the least points scored by my team. Okay. It, I was a beneficiary of people giving up on their teams because my team scored like 90 points and the other guy didn't start like three players. So I naturally won. Right. But I still feel, I still feel bad about winning. No, you shouldn't. (laughs) because <laughs> it's fair for everybody you know if they quit on halfway but that means they put effort in against some teams and not others so if a team that they beat then doesn't make the playoffs because they gave up against me do you only play everybody one time i think it's divisions so like there, i mean like there's just not enough weeks in the season to play everyone twice but you'll play some right. people twice mm-hmm I, I am at the point where I cannot win, probably, with, you know, it's highly unlikely I'll win. Uh-huh. So, and I don't know, it's not that I don't care, but I'll still, like, pick guys up if I need to. Like, I don't play people that are on a bye week, stuff like that, but I just know I'm not going to win. But you'll at least start a full lineup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see, like, that's the least I expect. Mm-hmm. But, but people aren't reaching that bar of minimum expectation. Right. And that's when it takes the fun out of fantasy football. Yeah, it can, for sure. Granted, I, it gives me a chance to make the playoffs. Exactly. When do your playoffs start? I have no idea. I've not been paying attention to this league very much. <laughs> well, there you go. Enough to just complain about people not starting their full roster. Hey, man, I dropped from first down to second place, though, so time to get serious again. That's right. Yeah. What, what's your team name? Is it funny? You see, it changed. At the beginning of the year, it was um, it was like, at the beginning of the year I named it the Andrew football team, you know, in reference mm-hmm. to the Washington football team. Gotcha. Right. And then we got like two or three people in our league who like to like change their team name basically every week, like every time oh, they I pick up that. every time they pick up a new player, they'll be mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm feeling it. All right, next week Gronk's out. Like, you know, things like that. Yeah. And so one week I faced my very good friend and she and I beat her that week. And then she changed her team name to dot, dot, dot. Like, like halfway through the week, I was just destroying her team. Right. And so I'm like, you know what? For funsies, I'm just going to go exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah. So that's been my team name and it's been working for me because <laughs> my team's winning. And has her still stayed dot, dot, dot? Nah, she's changed it since. Okay. But, dot, dot, dot. But I like to drive a joke into the ground. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's that's my fantasy football update of 2020. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to win either of my leagues, and it is what it is. Now, let me ask but, you this. Did you do a money yeah. league this year? Because I, f- I feel yes. like this is the worst year to do a money league. Why is that? Because it's just so unpredictable. No, yeah, I did money. I don't play for... I can not play for free. <laughs> I just can't. Because why would you care? Because it's for... I just love the playing of the game part of it. Nah, see, I need to... I can't play for free. That's that's what gets me. I just can't. <laughs> There's All right. nothing motivating you. Yeah, it's fun, but like if you like, there's no reason to, I don't know, to win. <laughs> I do it for the love of the game, and that's why people stop caring. Like people wouldn't care, stop caring if there was money involved right now. That is fair, but also 
it's shitty to do it to your friends to just stop caring in the middle of the game. I agree with that, but still. Yeah. Maybe next time let your friends put money on the line. Yeah, you see, the thing is, I wasn't going to play fantasy football this year for money because I knew going into the season, coronavirus is a thing, and I don't want to deal with that mm-hmm. on top of betting money. Like, that's added yeah. variability that I can't control for. Yeah, my leagues, we set aside, like, special rules and stuff. Yeah. Like, we had to play so many weeks for anything to actually count, et cetera, et cetera. Gotcha. Yeah, can you imagine you're in first place after week one and then just the whole season shuts down? Like, yes. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, we. I think in one league we said we had to play at least five weeks. In my other league we said we had to play at least half the season. Yeah, even so, then that's like not that much. Yeah, so now everything counts. Everything is, is as it is if the season suddenly shuts, shuts down. I'm you out. have your placement. I got you. Yes, I can have last place in both yeah. leagues. So what's new with you, Frank? Because that's what's new with me. Not much. Just living. I was listening to the radio the other day, and I need to ask you a math question. Okay. Because to me, this makes sense. Okay? Sure. Mathematically, it does not. Okay? Okay, we'll see. To me, this makes sense. Sure. You're spinning a wheel. Okay. Let's just say there's four names on a wheel. Okay. Okay. Divided into four. Yeah. What is the chances of the wheel landing on you? Slightly. percent Slightly less, like 24%. How does that work? Well, if it lands on a line. <laughs> no lines. It's 25%, yeah. right? Yeah, 25%. Okay. Now, imagine that there's four names on the board. The board is divided into eighths, and you have one slot... On top and on bottom of the hold, wheel. Hold on. You cut out at the beginning. Can you repeat the beginning of the second part of the question? Okay. So now, imagine there's still only four names on the wheel. Okay. But it's divided into eighths. Okay. And you have your name on a, a bottom eighth and one on the opposite side of the wheel. Not a direct opposite or whatever, but on the one opposite on e- side of the wheel. Yeah. One on each half of the wheel? Sure. Okay. So you would say your odds are still 25%, correct? Yeah. I say <laughs> okay. that your odds actually go up of it landing on you. Because it's in two different locations. Because it's in two different locations. So technically, you have to take in that 50-50 side. Because like when you're when it's only one out of four, as soon as it passes you... Boom, you got, you know, that top half of the wheel, you have 0% in that 50%. You see, I think you're accounting for, like, physics of the wheel. Like, the force applied to the wheel to make it spin, you know. I think that's what you're thinking. Like, you're assuming that... I have no idea. You're assuming that the wheel's going to slow down eventually, so, like... It, once it's like once it passes a certain point, it's not going to hit those tiles again. Sure. Like compare that to. Well, I would just say that no matter what, even if you didn't know, if, even if it wasn't physics, it was just at some point there's a 50-50 chance of it landing top or bottom. So if you're only on one of those 50-50s, your odds are lower than if you had a name on each side of that 50-50. Right? No, because in the end, you add up... <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you have two chances of 12.5%. Two separate instances of a 1 in 8 chance of getting hit. Yeah, but see, I'm not talking math. I'm talking wheel. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's where the... that's. That's the difference. Math is like 100% random chance. Wheel is you're applying a force to the wheel, so it slows down, and it's not. You can't guarantee it's completely random. Well, that's, even, that even. Yeah, that, I guess. That's how when you go to a carnival, they adjust the wheels just slightly so you don't know, so you never land on the grand prize when you spin the wheel. Oh no. Well, every carnival game is rigged. I'm sure that's I'm sure, I'm sure there's a way to rig a wheel. And but so what, is my is my mindset completely off? If you want to approach it from a probability standpoint of 
apply a random force to the wheel and where it lands it lands i think that's set in stone when you think about it and i'm applying a set force that i know to the wheel where it will spin the same amount every time you can deduce you can then account for which parts it will pass and then never reach again upon spinning after a cycle does that make sense yeah and i understand that but uh, to me the more times your name is on the board regardless of or i would yeah the more times your name are on the boards keeping the percentage the same you're more likely to be landed on but you you're not you're not say even if you took your name all right there's still four names you divide it in the sixteenths. Yeah. You have your name on every quarter of the board. Yeah. Technically, your odds are the same, but technically they're not. But they are. But they're not. They are, Frank, because you have two one-eighths, which add up to one-fourth. No, I get it. I, no, I know math. I'm just it, saying. Here's the th- I would Frank, look at that and say... Those two tiles, they could end up right... You're saying they can't, but they could end up right next to each other, and then they those two one-eighth tiles form that one-fourth tile. Right, no, but I'm saying they're not. I'm saying they're distributed where you're on one half of each wheel. Then you have to assume everyone else is two, otherwise it's not like... An yes, equal no, no, right. I'm saying if you had four people on a wheel, yeah. and you each put your name on the wheel twice... Yeah. One on one half of the wheel and one on the other side. The odds of it landing you on you increase versus if you had your full quarter space. Nah. We should run an experiment because I think so. No, you're wrong. Math is math. You can't no, argue math. I know math. math is math, but I would say it. I'm right. <laughs> well, then you're pretty bad at math. This, no, I think it's a paradox. I don't think it is a paradox is like if you have a boat and you take it apart piece by piece and you build this and you continue to repair the boat while you take parts off of it. Yeah. Is it a new boat or the same boat? Yeah. That's a paradox. Yeah. And I think this is too. Your odds go up. No, they don't. They go from one quarter to two eighths, which equals one quarter. Or (laughs) does it go... From one quarter to like a little bit more than 25%, like 27%. If anything, your odds go down because there's more lines for the arrow to land on. But it can't the, land the on tweet. a line because there's a little clicker. So it like a little, you know, that makes it click. So it can't uh, land on a line. So you're going Wheel of Fortune wheel. I'm going yeah. I'm going for just like crappy spinner wheel found in No, no, no. I'm going Wheel of Fortune. That way there's no lines. Nope. You're wrong. <laughs> I think we need to try this because I think I'm right. It's but, not a matter of opinion, Frank. No, no, no. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it's fact. <laughs> but it's not. Math is right. But I'm saying that there's a little bit more math involved when you split the wheel in half. Yeah. One-fourth becomes two-eighths. Because, because like, if you think about it, right? You got to play the odds that the wheel lands on one half. That's 50-50. Why? Because it can. Okay, but how do you define the half? That where the lines are drawn. It doesn't matter. There's when if it's put in the four, it doesn't matter. Whatever half, you're always 50% of a half. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm, <laughs> so just, I'm just I'm just going to hear this out. So you predetermine so what a half is. Yeah, a half of the wheel is half. Yeah, but, bef- but we're saying before you spin it, we're determining what half, what where the half line is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and you're half of one of those halves. You're a quarter of the wheel. Okay. And as soon as it clicks onto the half that you're not on, your odds are zero. But then you're on the other half. No, it. You said you said one tile is in each half. No, I'm, but now I'm saying I'm talking about the original four tiles right now. So okay. it's split in the fourths. Sure. When it's on that 50% side that you're not on, your odds are zero. Okay. 
So as soon as you have the other 50%, if you have your name on that side, your odds are not at zero. Okay, so, all right, let's explain the strength. I got this. (laughs) I I, I finally understand. Okay. So using the quarters example, right? Sure. Half the time, your odds are zero. Yes. The other half, they're 50. Right. What is 50% of 50%? 25. That's how you get your quarter percent. Well, I understand that. So, of course, sometimes you're never going to land on your tile. That's all you're saying. All you're saying is sometimes you don't get you don't win. Yeah, but I'm saying it that I would say the more times your name is on the board, even though it's technically the same, it goes up a little bit. Okay, so let's do the math for eighths. No, no, no. I know the math. I'm saying the odds. No, (laughs) no, you're wrong. I know I'm wrong mathematically. It just feels right. It feels better. I would say if somebody came up to you, right, uh-huh. and said, hey, I'm going to put your name on this wheel to spin, and if it lands on you, you get shot in the foot. Okay. Okay, but there's only four things, four spaces. Would yeah. you rather do it if your name was in two places or one quarter place? It would look better in two places, but it doesn't matter. Because here's another example, going back to football. You're filling out squares for the Super Bowl. All right. Now, mm-hmm. for the people who don't know, squares, you have a column of numbers on the left, a zero through nine, and a column of numbers across the top or bottom, zero through nine. And then you put your name in corresponding squares, and the coordinates of that square is what you think the score is going to be at the end of every quarter or whatever, right? So you get mm-hmm. assigned. What is your strategy for filling out squares, Frank? Number 18. Number 18. Okay, great. But do you just put your name... Let's say you have multiple squares. Do you put them willy-nilly across the grid? Yeah. Okay. I put them all in the same line. Okay. All right? Yeah. Nothing. The odds are the same. I understand that, but I'm just saying I think a little bit. I think... I know. I'm talking wheel. I'm not talking squares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Do you saying, know what this is, Frank? This is this is those videos of kids having like eight different cups in front of them that are all the same volume, but they look different. And so they pour the cup with the tall skinny cup into the short fat cup, and it's the same amount of liquid, and they say which cup can hold more, and they always point to one or the other. They never say both, because they're dumb. Because they don't understand math. <laughs> <laughs> Th- that's what you're doing right now. You're saying it feels better to have your name on there twice. That's all you're saying. I'm I'm saying I think there's a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Not mathematically, but like odds. Well, mathematically, we would run this a thousand times, and at a thousand times, you would... Because that's the thing. (laughs) You run it four or five times, that's not statistically significant enough to prove a point you have to run this thousands of times to get right an average and it's going to average out to a quarter both times but you think because because what about the other three people frank who also have their name twice on the board Mm -hmm. what about them do their odds not also improve they do and that's the that's what i'm saying i'm saying so so everyone's odds improve to more than 100 (laughs) percent total yeah a little bit. It's like total, like 110%. This oh, is why landing. there's no room for lines, right? Because the total right. is above 100%. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I think if, if there were just four pieces of the pie and you spun it, uh-huh. it might land, I would say it would land less than 25%. But if you had more pieces, it would be more than 25%. This is why casinos love guys like you, Frank. Because you go to roulette and be like, you know what? 38 and 21 are far enough apart that I increase my chances so much more than just playing 38 and 39 or whatever. No, I I guess if you look at roulette, that kind of makes sense. But I... (laughs) I think, like, I kind of make a little bit of sense. I I think you're bonkers. (laughs) Okay, fine. That's fine with me. I just thought... I didn't think that was the math equation you were going to ask me, because I saw a different one trending this week. 
Oh, is it that stupid PEMDAS one? Yeah. Yeah, p- people need to learn how to do PEMDAS. Yeah. PEMDAS and how to write an equation. Well, whatever. Yes, that's the problem, is it's written... Poorly. Poorly. Yeah, so 6 divided by 2 times... What is it? One yeah, plus something two. like that. Something Because like the answer and, is 1. Yeah, the answer is 1. But because of the way the equation was written... People were getting nine, and that's wrong. Right, because it was yeah. people were doing three times three instead of six divided yeah. by six. Yeah, there was a parentheses, and people weren't distributing the two across the parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Yeah. It people was more bad at math. Seriously, I was like, how did people not know what PEMDAS is? Yeah, I mean, like, it's not that hard. The pi is divided into four pieces. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's divided into eight, your odds go up. No, you just have two smaller pieces. Yeah, but Here, here's I, the thing, Frank. You cut me a piece of pot of all right, Thanksgiving is coming up. You cut me a piece of pumpkin pie that's a quarter of the pie. I'm gonna enjoy that pie a lot. But if you cut me an eighth of the pie and then give me an eighth to take home, I can enjoy that pie over two days, and I'm gonna enjoy both pieces for a grand total of more just because they were two separate pieces. No, no, no. I'm not talking about pie. See, I'm talking strictly odds. I say having your name on two halves of a wheel increases your odds of it landing on you, even though it's the sum total same. Same do- sum total. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's exactly like pi because... You- <laughs> Here's why it's exactly like pi, Frank. Because it feels like you have more than you do. <laughs> I mean, I... I, I- I just, yeah, I get that, but I'm just saying. You're chasing the feeling. So, so what about this? <laughs> the other three people have three tiles or six tiles, and then you divide yours into sixteenths, just distribute it around. Mm-hmm. So everyone has these big tiles, and you have these tiny ones around the board. You feel better about your odds there? See, when you get that small, I feel better. <laughs> but I understand that it's worse because you have more chances it just blows my mind because like it's no it's no different than rolling a dice or like throwing a dart at a board i understand that mathematically i know know you understand frank but it still blows my mind that you can't like accept that because you're both accepting it and refusing it at the same time (laughs) exactly that's why i'm fun I think you need to acknowledge that you just want to feel good about it. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll take the two smaller tiles because they make me feel better about seeing my name on the board twice. I'm fine with that. Yeah, because it's more likely to land on you. No. Because <laughs> if I want to feel better, I prefer one bigger space because that's more space in one area. It's like a Monopoly board. I want the one side covered, not houses on all different nope. sides. See, I want one on each side. Yeah, you see, this is where we just differ. We need to play Monopoly again. Oh, man. I was talking with Rob the other day. Yeah. He's like, I think we'll be able to play board games, like, summer 2021. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. We should play, like, a virtual Monopoly. Oh, we could find some kind of virtual game for sure. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Soon? Oh, that reminds me. So, there's this dude at work, right? Sure. He's... He's not a dude. He's an older gentleman. I would say he's... 60 right sure and so he saw me the other day and what did he say he just said whatever he said but he called me son okay how old do you think you need to be before you can call people son because like like okay like think like tom brady calls everybody babe right like young old everybody's babe to tom brady sure and that's something that probably started when he was younger so how old do you think this guy got before he started calling people? Like, he wasn't, like, 13 years old saying, hey, son. I think it's the kind of thing that changes once you have a kid is one option. Okay, okay. So, like, you're qualified to start calling people son because you have a kid. Okay. I think that's one way to go about it. Another way is just relative. Like, if you know you're older than someone, you can call him son. Or you just don't care. And people you can You think you have to be older than somebody to call them son? I think it I think it helps not offend people as much. <laughs> okay. Cuz I was watching this video of this guy 
somewhere and he's like a cashier and like he gives people their change he's like here you go cutie patootie here you go babe and like to like I people, hate those people but like he's calling like people who you wouldn't normally call cutie patootie cutie patootie mm-hmm. like like it's like this guy who's like jacked out on roids he's calling cutie patootie and like the guy gets upset but it's like why are you upset the guy just wishing you a nice day with a uh, i get mad when like waitresses call me like hun then why are you calling people son? I don't. I didn't call me self, myself son. Yeah. That's where I think the whole, res- like, where it helps. I would say, okay, hold on. I'm going to say, I don't mind that they call me hun, like, once, but yeah. it's every time they address you if they call you hun. Would you go, hun. Oh, thanks, hun. Blah, 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 hun. What? Would the same thing apply to son? Like, listen, son. Yeah, I guess if it happened multiple yeah. times in one setting, probably. Yeah, I I think I think I agree with you because I think those are kind of words you use to emphasize a point. Maybe, yeah, sure. Like in context, you call someone what they prefer to be called, but then let's say you're talking to this gentleman and you go, "I think my odds are better." If I have my name twice on the board, then once but bigger. And he goes, listen, son, you're an idiot. I think then, he, like, that son carries emphasis, you know? Mm-hmm. But if he's not calling you son all the time, he's calling you Frank. Yeah. And I really just noticed that he's used the word son, and now I can't unhear when he says it. Because he says it to other people as well. Um... As long as people aren't using the nickname to demean, I'm fine with it. But I think the nicknames are better when they're used for, like... See, it's hard to use a nickname with emphasis. Like, the nickname son can demean someone, like... Yeah, I can see that. So, like, it's hard to use a, a nickname like that for emphasis emphasis without demeaning. Right. But when you can, that's the perfect time to use it. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't really call anybody nicknames. No, well, I'm used to like creating my own nickname just because I play so many games. Yeah, but I'm talking like a um, what do they call those things? Babe and Hun and Son. What, do you call Curse anything? Babe. Yeah. But what do they call those? They're not nicknames. They're called something names. Pet names, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think there's a di- yeah. I'm not. It's hard because like every relationship is different, so it depends on your relationship with that person. I I don't like. Well, I'm fine with the waitress calling me hun, but like the you're right, the prolonged like. Do you get jealous when she goes to the table next to you and calls them hun? <laughs> I tell you what, that tip is going away, all, all of it. Just I thought, wait, I thought I was your only hun. Yeah, I thought I was your your only hun, and nope, You're I can't. I, only. I can't deal with that, Frank. <laughs> no, I you don't gotta tell it to me. Call, I know. Yeah, it's like call people what they want to be called, and if they don't, like the it's it's hard, man. It's hard because then you got people who like like. Don't call me that. Oh, okay. But then you got people who won't stand up for themselves when they want, don't want to be called something. Right. You know? And then it's a it, it's a own problem, too. Like, I think Rob and I had a professor, a really old guy. We're in the era of, you know, overhead projectors and, or of projectors and whatnot. And he had an overhead, you know, with, like, the clear, mm-hmm. like, paper on it. And he was still using that and writing out all his notes. No PowerPoint, no nothing. And he kept calling Rob Bob. I think. Really? And I don't think we <laughs> we ever had the guts to tell him otherwise. <laughs> Rob might have to correct me on my memory, but I think that was part of it. Now, do you think he just got Rob wrong or was calling him Bob? I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. So in high school, I had a kid in my class named Richie. Okay. Rich, Richard, but everybody called him Richie. Dick. And our gym teacher would call him <laughs> Dick. And he ended up like, I hope I'm getting this story right. I remember him yelling at the teacher and say, hey, stop calling me dick. Yeah. 
I, I that's what I remember. I maybe that didn't happen, but I remember that happening. I, I believe it. Remembering the gym teachers we had, I'm sure they did it as a joke. Oh yeah, they just kept yeah. doing it. Dude, our gym teachers were, they were all about the nicknames. I remember them calling this one girl Pea Head because she had a very round head. <laughs> I just remember one of them calling like all the dumb kids Knucklehead. I don't remember that. Because like he'd call them like Knuckleheads, you're gonna end up like, like he would just demean them like so much because like they didn't try in class and he's like you're not gonna be successful if you keep not trying it's not really? that hard it, it's gym class you get dressed and you get an a yep <laughs> i like, get that and so like you would just openly like call him out for it which like total respect you know like because he's <laughs> it's it's like you're calling him out for like putting in zero effort where literally it's the one class you put in five percent effort you're getting a passing grade right you know yeah i always hated being graded in like gym class though yeah it was weird like but yeah and then like those would be the kids who like we'd have free time in gym and they'd be walking on the train tracks and of course like they're gonna get all that for walking on the train tracks because yep Mm -hmm. the train's gonna kill them if it comes back right so like, yeah. I always yeah. wonder what happened to those kids. <laughs> the ones that were walking on the train tracks. Yeah, the like the kids who are clearly putting in zero effort, always. You know, I'm always curious too, and I know like, I didn't put in the most effort ever, but like, I don't but, know. But you at least tried every day. Like try, for the most part, <laughs> like you tried. Even if your best was not that great, you tried your best every day. Sure, let's go with that. Like if you, let's say your best was five percent, that's still trying your best. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I want to see how some of these kids are currently doing. Like there was the kids who gave like no impression of even looking like they were trying. Right. Those are the kids I want to know what happened to them. Yeah, definitely. I bet they're all rich. Probably. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'll bet you they are. Do you know what they did, Frank? They filled out the lottery. They bought two tickets because it feels better than that one ticket. <laughs> your odds increase if you buy two tickets. I mean, technically your odds double, but there one out go. of a billion odds is not much better than two out of a billion odds. I mean, just because it's not much better doesn't make it not better. It's a poor analogy for the wheel. Even if it's a <laughs> like a point quarter of a percentage. See, I just, I just think we need to account for it, the arrow landing on the line. But there is no line because there's the little clicky things. What if it gets stuck on the clicky thing? It can't. You just spin again. It can't get stuck on the clicky thing. But what if, does it, like, push and click, or does it, like, click left to right? It clicks left and right. Okay, got a so little what thingy, if it, and the thing is going around. Yeah, so you got the knob, and it goes, hold on, let me. So this is the arrow, and it goes, uh-huh. okay, and so this is going to be the knob, and yeah. it just, like, gets stuck like that. And then technically you're to your right. Because it didn't fling that way? Right. I mean, that's how we all fortune does it. <laughs> That's how I would do it. How would you do it? Oh, it didn't click, so it doesn't count? I just say if it didn't click, you spin again. But the fact that it didn't click means that it's still on the one to the right. You're assuming the wheel is well-designed. I'm assuming it is not. <laughs> <laughs> so you just assume all these things. I'll do the real math, all right? <laughs> you assume your physics and whatnot. <laughs> this is the only the only assumption I am making is the wheel is poorly designed. <laughs> That is the only way you improve your odds. <laughs> is by poorly designing a wheel? Yes. Can a wheel be perfectly designed? Uh, theoretically, yeah. In practice, probably not. Yeah, because you got to account for drag friction. and the ball bearings, friction, and all that stuff. Yeah. You can't. Just account- saying. Like, even like on Price is Right, when they spin the big wheel. Once the first person spins it, 
It was down. Down. You, got a re- you were frozen. It even applies to the big wheel and the price is right, right? Like, yeah. You got three people lined up to spin the wheel. The first person spins it. Let's say it lands in the exact same spot they started. It still right, wore right. down the wheel a little bit for the second person. Yeah, I always thought that it was weird that they didn't they don't let the people start back at from the beginning. They don't reset, right? Right. They only reset for if there's a not even if there's a tie. I'm pretty sure they only do it when somebody's spinning for the uh hundred their extra thousand dollars or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that one was always strange to me too. But I think in Price is Right, it can land on the line, can it not? No, it has clickers too. Does it have clickers? Yes. That's how they make it so that it won't land on the line. They can't have it land on the line in a game show. Right. So it's got to have a clicker. That makes sense. Board games are different. Yeah, board games have no clicks, yeah. Is I guess is a wheel different from a spinner? Because... Because a wheel, you have the arrow at the top to like click, 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 click. A spinner is at the center of the wheel and it spins around the wheel. Right. Yeah. I mean, for my thing, the odd thing is still the same, obviously, because then there's actual lines that changes. But then there's no knobs you have stop a... the spinner. So right. it can land on the line. <laughs> yes, well, that's what I'm saying. But it doesn't change it if you had two versus one. Oh, man. I can't believe you spent 30 minutes on wheel clickers i'm just saying it makes sense a little like just think like it makes sense a little like if you didn't like know math it makes sense a little bit if i didn't know one eighth plus one eighth equals one fourth sure it makes sense (laughs) because two is obviously bigger than one but i'm of the mindset that i i like the bigger chunk well i don't know it makes you feel better to see your name on there twice. It doesn't change anything. But I see, I would go into it wanting it twice. If if you want the wheel to land on you, obviously. You would want your name on there twice because it to me it increases your odds on each half of the wheel. Like, yeah, okay, technically it decreases it on one side, but it increases it on the other. But the halves are arbitrary. Well, not really. I mean, because you know, if you had one click on the one side, as soon as it passed you, you know, okay, well, there's, you yeah. know, 75% more wheel that it's not going to get me. Right. But if you have it on both sides, okay, well, now there's only 45% of the wheel it's not going to hit me again. Yeah. I knew that going into the wheel spin, though. Okay, well, I know going into whatever that stuff's going to happen. You can't just know things. see i wasn't going into this as an argument but now i'm just trying to hold my ground here yeah now now you gotta double down on it right this wasn't supposed to be an argument this is just supposed to be a math thing okay yeah it was just but now i'm holding my ground this this i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go get a wheel i'm gonna spin it three thousand times sure and then you're gonna do it again after dividing the wheel yes you see, because here's the thing. You came in this curious. You're like, all right, can you explain this to me? And I said, sure, let me explain it. And then I do what I always do is I explain it poorly. And then you double down and say, no, I think you're wrong. And I'm usually right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great little give and take we got going. I mean, it's the best we can do over the internet. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Going on. Let's see. When did we start our podcast on Zoom, Skype? On Zoom. So, it's funny. I actually have this page up. I believe May... Nope, because that was that. That was that. Man, I think April... Hmm. Because I remember stopping working, starting to work from home in March. I think March 16th. Is was our first episode, cause it's wash your hands and fruit. Okay, yeah. March sixteenth was the last day we had work. Our description is: we discuss the elephant in the room and how we are going to prepare for the pandemic. 
So it's 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 wash your hands and fruit was the title. The one before that was the two moons one earth theory thing. Remind me of the two moons one earth theory. I don't let's revisit. Let's revisit. <laughs> this this sounds like something one of us. I would do not on. remember. It was two moons one earth. I think we yeah. talked about. I don't remember honestly. See, this is how good we are at titles. We just. It sounds so intriguing, but we have no. But the episode is probably the most boring thing to listen. I'm to. trying to read like the tags we have. There's nothing. There's nothing regarding moons. <laughs> Two moons, one Earth. We talk about the crazy world of online scam baiting, identity theft, Kickstarter drama, and other crazy tales. <laughs> that's, so that's I don't the, know what Two Moons that, One Earth was. That's the Two Moons One Earth part right yeah. there. I'm pretty. So I'm pretty sure. Wash your hands and fruit. March 16th was our first online adventure. Let me ask you this, Frank, because two moons yes. got me thinking about it. Have you been watching The Mandalorian season two? No, no, I haven't even seen the first season. Oh man, it is so good. Yeah. And I, this last episode, episode four, they did something that shocked me. Which Not, was? Because, do you care about spoilers? Um. It's kind I mean, of how big, big of a spoiler is it? It's kind of a big spoiler, I think. Then, then don't tell me. Okay. Or don't it, tell people any, because then other people are going to hear. We don't yeah. do spoilers on this show. Yeah. It's 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 hard to say how big of a spoiler is because it's like something they reveal that mm-hmm. whether or not they pl- how much they play into it later. Yeah. You know, but I think it's going to play into it a lot. Um, they did something that I feel could make many people mad, but mm-hmm. it made me so happy to see. Cause that just, cause like this is Star Wars being the best Star Wars. Yeah, you like it that much. I don't think I've cared about Star Wars as much as I care about Mandalorian. Yeah. If I'm being honest, but then again, maybe my opinion is invalid because like Episode One is my favorite and universally considered like one of the worst. Yeah, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but I do want to watch the Mandalorian. But I'll I. I don't know, I'm not a big fan of watching shows that are, aren't done yet. Yeah, you like to binge it through all the way, right? Yeah. So, like, I just finished Community. Um, I'm trying to look for the next my next show. What what kind of mood are you in for a show, Frank? I don't okay. know. We'll, we'll get your recommendations. I like sitcoms and stuff. Not sitcoms, but, like, what would you call, like, Community and Parks and Rec and stuff like that? Are those sitcoms? Yeah. I yeah. Think sitcoms. I, like, like, I like, like, half-hour sitcoms. I'm down for an hour-long drama. Um, so, I mean, I, I really... I'll watch anything, to yeah. be honest. Do you, want, do you want something relaxed right now, or do you want something more intense? Hmm. How big of an investment do you want? I'm in. Like, when I'm in, I'm in. So, like, I finished the six seasons of Community in, like, three weeks. Yeah. Because I just watch it every chance I get. Right, you just put it on, or whatever. Yeah. Which, it's funny, like... So I'm not a huge – when I, like, want to watch something, I can't stop watching it, like, in the middle of an episode. But if I'm, like, binging hard, uh-huh. I'll, like, every couple – like, if I have, like, 20 minutes at work, I'll turn it on on my phone and watch. Yeah. And then if it, even if it's in the middle of the episode, I'll stop. Right. But, like, normally to. I couldn't do that, but if I'm binging hard, like, I need – like, I want that constant feed. Yeah, yeah. So like, once you're just engrossed in it, you just need it in the background I, type of deal, almost. Yeah, it's my drug, man. Not even no, not in the background because I watch it. I pay attention yeah. to it. But you, but you need the voices. You need to hear it happening. Yeah, I can't watch things half-assed, especially if I, if if I've never seen it before. Okay. So if I'm watching a show that I haven't seen before, I'm I'm all in. I I will watch every episode, um, with 100% of my attention okay yeah i got no recommendations for you just... <laughs> that's all right I'm, i think i'm gonna start a couple different things I, I i got a couple things to uh catch up on first so yeah what are you interested yeah. to catch up on i need to catch up on let's see this is us i watch Which these are live this? shows that i need yeah, to catch up on. okay so i'm watching uh superstore which is fantastic highly underrated show See, I saw, like, the first few episodes, like, twice. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It's, like, good, but it's not it's not the kind of show that's, like, grab that grabs me. Like, it, I, see it's, I, mean, I see it's funny. It's the kind of yes. show. 
Do you know what it is? I feel like if that came out before The Office, that would be The Office. No, because they didn't. I mean, there wasn't that style though. But it's it's the same idea. It's like I here's guess. a look into the life of people doing some mundane thing. It's not it's I not suppose. a mockumentary, but it's yeah. a look into yeah. the life of people doing something mundane, right? I gotcha. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And so like, been there, done that. You know, mm-hmm. Office, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, seen it. Yeah. I think I'm just gonna Google shows, but I also like. So I'm kind of like, what what's the show that you think every single person has seen, or the majority? I would say like the major majority has seen. Like I've done Lost. Uh, Everybody likes Lost. I did Breaking Bad. Sure. Um, sure. I did. Where's the other one? I don't remember. Lost, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I won't do Game of Thrones. I don't care enough. Well, good. good. Maybe down the line in a few years I'll watch it, but. Um. Friends, The Office, Parks and Rec. Yeah, Thirty Rock. Yeah, I haven't done Thirty Rock. I was thinking maybe Arrested Development. Arrested Development's good. It's shorter too. I think. I was never really gonna do um. Community. Yeah. But then I found out that uh, Jillian Jacobs is in it. I right. love her. Yeah. Which I had no idea that's where she was from. I've seen her in other things. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that she was in there. Um, yeah. I really. For... Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm beginning to like Joel McHale more just because I've seen him in a few things here and there. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I know that's where he started or is from. Right. The only thing I don't like about it is obviously I don't like um, the hangover guy. Oh, you don't like Ken Jong? Ken Jong, that's it. Oh, I like Ken Jong. Yeah, I, we, I, I think, think we talked about this last time. I don't like him. Theory. What are you gonna do? Yeah. But anyway, I think we can wrap this up here. Yeah, you got a final number for us this week, Frank? Boy, do I have a final number for you! This oh. is a brain blower upper. The show's over now, but don't lose your tempers. Here's one more thought: it's the final numbers. It's not that big. Graffiti. You know graffiti, right? I've heard of graffiti. What? How would you define graffiti? It's the pasta dish that... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, graffiti is an art form consisting of spray painting public objects. Okay. What if I told you that graffiti was actually the plural I'm trying to think of the singular. What do you think the singular is? Graffiti. <laughs> Gravitas. Graph. It, do you it's graph. Know? One graph. Many graffitis. <laughs> it <laughs> is graffito. Oh, so it is an Italian pasta. So it's a graffito is a solo like however you want to define it, like one single tag one single piece of art whatever what one single okay thing and graffiti is the multiple so i would say i would call it like one tag so um, is graffiti like you're looking at a wall that multiple people have tagged yes and if only one person has tagged it hey there's some graffito that's a graffito on the wall yes so graffiti is not like the portfolio of one graffiti artist. Well, it is because there's multiple things. But on okay, it's just in portfolio form, not on a wall. Yeah. So if you were like, here is my graffiti, because you're showing a portfolio. But if you were only showing them one picture, you'd say, hey, look at this graf- graffito I did. Yeah. Okay. Depending on how much, I don't know how much paint yeah, or whatever determines a solo from multiple one spray. i would consider like a tag well, like yeah if you're gonna say like one color okay, no 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 everything is graffiti. one push of the can <laughs> so yeah, one shot. pretty much graffiti but yeah that was very i think that's very interesting i would have never known yeah i like that that's cool so now driving down the street you see some uh graffiti but if there's only one you can say hey look at that graffito I don't think I will. 
Oh, 100%. I'm going to every single time. When you see a stop sign and there's just like one thing on it, be like, oh man, somebody graffitoed that um, stop sign. They didn't graffiti that, it, they graffitoed that, it. Okay, well, now are, now are you saying it's a verb or a noun? Oh shit. You're going to make me do this, huh? Let's see here. Because, like, and then is there a difference between graffiti and just straight up vandalism? Well, yes. I would say so. Would, would you, you say, well, like, tagging is vandalism, but it's also graffiti, but not all graffiti is vandalism if, like, you hire someone to do it, you know? Right, exactly. So, I'm just trying to, you know, categorize. So, graffiti is a noun and right. a verb. Okay, so it is, so I'm going to go graffiti the wall is... Yes. Or at that point, is a graffito the wall? Hmm, that's a good question. Let's see here. Let's see. Based on the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, graffiti, a usually unauthorized writing or drawing on a public surface. You graffitied, you are graffitiing. Okay. Are the words. Um, but what about in the singular form here? It's also maybe it's the type of thing that's changed over time too. Graffiti, which serves as the plural to graffito, is commonly used as a singular mass noun. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. Kind of like data. The word data, I guess, is a mass noun. Right, because the singular is datum. I don't know. So apparently that's it. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Happy no, no, Thanksgiving, no. everybody. <laughs> well, yes, this will. This is Thanksgiving week. You are yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, quick shout out. I mean, we could put this at the beginning, maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, whatever you want to do. Yeah, it'll be an Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Um. But I'm not defending Thanksgiving like Columbus Day. Be happy, healthy, celebrate Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening, everybody. And remember, there's always room for one more at the backyard bonfire. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> nice.